0: Yeah, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob.
1: And I'm Anna Marie.
0: And, yeah, we are seven days away from Christmas. Christmas! Yeah, because we're recording this, what day is it? Yeah, I think it was seven days. Yep. Today's the 18th? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we're uh, we're Yay, right Matt. close to Christmas. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> um and so we're going to be recording this episode, this right now, Um, that will be a review episode. Our next episode, which will come out middle of next week, will be another review episode. And then our final episode of the year, which will come out just before New Year's, is going to be our top 10 games of 2020. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah, but to kick this episode off, we're going to do... New to the collection, because we got a couple more yet. So we had one that was a pre-order we're going to talk about, and one that was a Black Friday steal of a deal that we got. (laughs) So I'll talk about that one first. The first one we are going to talk about is the Black Friday deal we got, which was Vampire the Masquerade Rivals, the expandable card game. This is designed by Matt Hyra and from Renegade Games. This is another uh, deck dueling, battling game and it's uh yeah it's about these vampires i don't know a lot about this game ryan from cardboard conjecture so the two of us had been playing a lot of dueling card games on uh his youtube channel
1: yeah you guys Um, did ashes reborn and you
0: did flesh and blood yeah i think those are the two we did the most of anyway yeah we did like a little tournament with ashes and we did uh yeah, flesh and blood we were just getting into but then a whole bunch of things happened and we haven't had Timing. Uh, time yeah and the fact that they're now 2, two hours, hours ahead. ahead of us rather yeah. than one and it just becomes a bit of a nightmare. But we will we will get back into that yeah, in, for in the sure. new year. But this one is one that he was telling me about. That... I had
1: never heard of this until yeah, we said, were looking on uh, on uh
0: Black Friday on the deals and you're we like, "Oh, that's yeah, the game Ryan the game. was telling me yeah. about." He he said that this is super popular in The Saskatoon area, more so than the other ones that we were playing. Yeah, so interesting. um, Yeah, I'll just read a little bit off the back of the box here. It it sounds pretty cool. It says Vampires the Masquerade Rivals is an expandable card game for two to four players. This is a two player game uh, (laughs) based on the popular role playing game set in the world of darkness. So I've not heard of that. No, I guess it's a vampire role playing game. Each player assumes the leadership of a Coterie of Vampires. Using oh, I had to look up what that meant, yeah, by the way, because I had no Full idea. Disclosure. It just means like a group of exclusive people. <laughs> exclusive group, yeah. yeah. Coterie of Vampires. Using them to advance their agendas, claim titles, recruit new vampires, and perform other tasks, possibly risking confrontations by taking to the streets. Complete your agenda or eliminate your rival and claim your rightful place of power over the city. So this box comes with uh, four pre-constructed decks nice uh all of yeah i guess they're just led by a different vampire so you 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 embody like like you will be like the head vampire of this group and you're using your deck to to battle your opponent but i guess there's you can do that two different ways i think you can defeat your opponent or you can complete like what did it say an agenda yeah like you have a like a thing you can try to complete a task
1: i'm still stuck on coterie I'm yeah. saying you don't just get games here. We also increase your vocabulary. Yeah,
0: never heard that <laughs> word until now. But yeah, no, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, it says two to four players, but this is a dueling game. This is this is a one on one kind of game, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah, it says it also includes crypt packs to customize your deck. So it's got some uh, like four constructed decks, and Dude, then that's some the other expandable packs. part yeah yeah it is but i guess yeah it's just like just like it's um, funny how they're called crypt packs instead of booster packs yeah, you know? crypt packs, yeah. so it's just like uh, uh ashes in that way where there's there's they're going to be more stuff coming out for this and whatever so yeah looks really cool yeah. i don't know a lot about it but apparently it's super popular i guess we'll find out in saskatchewan anyway <laughs> so we'll see what happens here but yeah that was the vampires, the masquerade rivals.
1: Yeah, and what I'm going to talk about is one that we have had on pre-order. It's one of those pre-orders that it hasn't, like it feels like it's been four years, but it hasn't been that <laughs> it's long. It's been,
0: it's been like I want to say March or yeah, April like it, it's been within the year, but it yeah. feels like it's been forever. But Just, it's been a long. Time. I think it's because
1: we've both been really excited for it. Yes. So you know when you're, I mean, not that we're never not excited, and but
0: not only were we excited about this, excited. but this game came out and won awards. In 2020. Yeah. Like it was a big time game in Europe but in 2020. But it had Canada. It just got to Canada now in December yeah. Yeah. of 2021. Yeah. A full year after it had <sighs> been doing well in Europe. So and here we are. That game is
1: The Adventures of Robin Hood. Uh, designed and illustrated by Michael Menzel. And published by Cosmos. Now... Yep.
0: This game... Robin Hood is yeah. just...
1: Like it, who doesn't love Robin Hood? I don't know anybody who doesn't my love favorite. Robin Hood. I
0: know it's like one of your absolute oh, favorite, for uh, sure, like characters.
1: Yeah, and like like the Disney movie, the Kevin Costner's it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. and two then, of my favorites too. And then the the new one, the newer one with um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah, I like awesome. That one. Got some Alan Doyle <laughs> representing Canada. Yep, love it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I this game looks awesome it looks like and you look in the back of the box it looks like an advent calendar like you're (laughs) like opening christmas chocolates because you yeah it's got little um you put in pieces and you uh like they're at random they've got like numbers well i'm not sure it's probably at random you have an adventure book that it tells you what to do but you'll end up uh popping them out and then it'll be like, maybe I'm assuming different opponents or maybe different things you get, but you can't, they're all part of the landscape until you pop them over. And then there is something like drawn on the landscape, but it looks so cool. Cause you've got, there's a hardcover, the adventures of Robin Hood, like a hardcover book, but right. those are the little adventures that, that you're okay. going to play through and uh, like 216 pages. So it's like a narrative, it's a narrative um, yeah. game Yeah, and it looks like it's quick to start. And it just looks fun. You're playing as Robin Hood, Little John, Maid Marian, and Will Scarlet. Yep. So pretty four iconic characters from Robin Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember Hood.
0: I, I looked into it a lot way back when and, uh, you know, pre-ordered it as soon as I saw it became available for pre-order here. Yeah. And then it's just been on the back burner since. And I, I forget, yeah, like until now, I have forgotten a lot about what this game is all about. But yeah, I know it. You know it's going to be good. Oh, they won I'm... a bunch of things. I know that. I don't remember what it won, yeah. but it, or it was at least it was nominated for a bunch I'm of things. I'm so
1: excited for this game. It just.
0: So I want to th- think it was up for the Spiel last year. It may not have won, but I, I think, think it was you're up right. For I it think it was in 2020. Yeah.
1: But this game, like I just I love Robin Hood. The whole, um, the whole legend of it, the whole everything, yeah. just sign me up
0: love it too <laughs> super glad it's here we, yeah we'll, oh, well we're both on vacation now yeah uh, so <laughs> we could technically probably get this played before the end of the year i um, hope so like even maybe before next episode because we're doing this review now we're going to do we have That's we already know order. what game we're having a review for for next week we've already got that lined up but we may have played this before that so we'll see we might be chatting about it on our next episode if not it'll be early in 2022 so, that we're we'll sure. chatting about that game but yeah, yeah that's, that's a the new to the collection. Great new games to the collection. Uh we usually go into some crowdfunding stuff here, but we have some Switching news it up a little bit. to get into some big news to talk about. So let's head on over there now. Okay, here we are at our breaking news section. Uh this l- this news was announced uh 2 days ago, I think. So this yeah. is like legit brand new breaking news here that Asmodee, the board game gigantic company or owner uh, yeah. conglomerate or whatever you want to call them has been sold to THQ Nordic. Um this is a video game company. For two point seven five billion euros, we looked, which is
1: I looked that <laughs> up here, and that was just under right four, now four billion Canadian.
0: Yes, four billion dollars Canadian. That is an unfathomable amount of money. Yeah, they're they're the world's second largest board game publisher, um, and this so this deal is yeah, it, is it of. Epic proportions, yeah. um, and I guess the whole real reason that this was done—not not the not reason, but the reason THQ, a video game uh, company, bought this—I guess it's, there's a company overarching over even over THQ Nordic is Embracer Group. So it's an even oh. huger okay. company that. This that, stuff's all above my head. yeah. <laughs> that owns THQ Nordic and Saber Interactive and Deep Silver and all these other things. They're all these different studios. Okay. And they they uh, have a whole bunch of kind of A-list titles underneath them. But they, I guess the plan is, or they, they're assuming the plan is here, uh, to start taking some of the titles that they now own, the Asmodee uh, titles. Like the board game titles? The board game titles. Okay. And make them into video games. Well, really? Or vice versa, taking some yeah. video game property that they own and... Funneling Making... them through these board game—that's
1: interesting—companies
0: of Asmodee to make board game versions of their video games. So, Asmodee, if you don't know, owns uh, Fantasy Flight, Atomic Mass, Z-Man Games, Catan Studios, Days of Wonder. That's
1: crazy. Yes. Did, so, do they own Come On, like Simon?
0: I believe so. I don't want to say so, but uh, yes, maybe, maybe, no. maybe not. Not sure. But like, so they own like names like Take It to Ride. X-Wing miniatures, Marvel Cry- uh, Crisis Protocol, Marvel Champions, Arkham Horror Pandemic. Obviously Settlers of Catan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Catan, yes. Which is a huge. Yeah, so an and I guess they're section. the whole idea is that this company sees an opportunity to take some of their video game uh titles and make yeah. them into board games and vice versa. So you could see like Catan video game, yeah. I suppose, um or Ark- Arkham Horror uh video game i could see that being oh, really that could, good that would be could be a really good, and right? i've never
1: played the arkham horror card game but i can imagine that would be an awesome video game yeah because I, well, everything i've heard about it sorry i keep going but everything i've heard about it is an awesome narrative like an awesome yeah. story oh, game so and those are awesome video games yes. when they're it's, it's when a, they have noir, a really good story
0: right? it's like a detective noir yeah. thing mixed with cthulhu mythos and stuff and like Oh, yeah, I could see Arkham Horror, like, doing an awesome yeah. video game uh, adaptation. Um, also, like, Pokemon and things like that, right? So, it's, uh, like, here's one, for instance, they, uh, Cyberpunk. So, Cyberpunk 2077 was a video game that came out last year. It's a huge, huge hype. Um, it didn't do well. The game apparently wasn't great. I'm not sure. I haven't played it, but I hear it had a whole bunch of issues. Either way, that was based off of a RPG called okay. Cyberpunk Tabletop, okay. so um, that's what I guess Asmodee or this this uh, video game THQ. THQ is going to try to make this a thing and start okay. to try to use these properties in different ways and then yeah use their video games to do so. But two point seven five billion euros. Oh my gosh, that's so isn't much isn't it money. wild? And yeah. it's, it's it's crazy to think. I was just like, well, yeah, it makes sense though because these video game publishers are like the richest companies in the world. The video game market
1: yeah it's huge makes more
0: money than cinema, uh and like all other forms of entertainment put together. That's crazy. The video game companies. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. It's but then
1: again then again I guess you think about it and how huge um what is that one? Like Fortnite? Yes. Fortnite that's exactly the one I was thinking about. How it makes all this extra money from like the add ons and the little things you have to buy. Billions a year yeah, yeah, yeah
0: for a game that's free. That's crazy. So that people don't that's even how they pay get you. Yeah, it's all the microtransactions. I've never played Fortnite. I can just, but stuff. I
1: know that's the kind of
0: yeah. But it's a huge. It's a huge game. Well, yeah. when you
1: have when you have how old was that kid and he won like three billion dollars or something or three million there, three million dollars?
0: Like teenage kids that are professional.
1: Oh, I know, and they play like eight hours a day. Yeah, and, they, and just and they make crazy. a living doing this. Well, and they was get a, rich. Was that doing doing what I mean? It. There was that competition or something, right? Oh, there's that
0: there's many. They we were
1: watching. Was it last? There's year? hundreds of them, and they. This kid won, Yeah, I think it was like teams, $3 million there's dollars professional or something. teams,
0: right? These these oh, squads insane. of kids that, that play professionally. And yeah. like, it's unbelievable. So they have the money. Like when you see this $2.75 billion price tag, yeah. for a video game company, that's not even that big of a deal.
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy to think. But yeah, so that is one big piece of news. Asmodee sold for... I want to say the third or fourth time now, actually. It's kind of been changing hands a lot, yeah. so it's kind of weird. But yeah. <laughs> so now they, yeah, they, they... Uh...
1: So then will Asmodee still be the name? Yes. Oh, yeah. It'll still be... They're okay. just owned by... Like owned by somebody THQ, else. THQ,
0: who's owned by Embracer okay. Group. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, some pretty mind-blowing figures there. But very curious to see what might come of this. Yeah. Um, like, just, yeah, when we spitball about that Arkham Horror video game idea... We don't play a ton of video games, but that is one I think I would uh, really be interested to see. But yeah, so that's uh, interesting stuff. But that's enough about that Asmodee acquisition. Another piece of news is that we heard this was about a week ago. It was announced. Well, I'd seen I'd, I'd seen rumor of this. A couple months back, mm-hmm. but then they did a full-fledged announcement of it, and this is so
1: exciting. Yes, like this is to me, this is bigger news than the last one. <laughs>
0: Just bigger personally, for us. yes, it's definitely yeah. bigger for us. Definitely that, has a bigger impact coming from Prospero Hall and Funko Games. Uh, in in this 2022, oh. is Jurassic World: The Legacy of Isla Nublar? How this? cool! So. A Jurassic Park <laughs> yes.
1: legacy game.
0: Yes. For <sighs> anyone that's been listening to our shows from the beginning will know uh, very well that we are huge Jurassic Park, Jurassic yeah. World fans. And I, like, from when I was a kid... But you're
1: more of a dinosaur. <laughs> no, but I like, like where I wanted to be did. a
0: paleontologist, right? Like I full-on did. <laughs> I'm and Alan kidding. Grant and, uh, and Ellie Sattler and Ian Malcolm were like my heroes growing up, right? Yeah. And so... It's, uh, oh, sorry,
1: side note. Speaking of, our youngest was playing uh, the Lego Jurassic World on... Um, <laughs> yes, he loves. Yeah, and it was funny because he's like, I don't know how to drive this thing. And he had Driving gotten into a Jeep. Jeep for the first time <laughs> and he kept yep. running over Ian Malcolm and he
0: kept doing this like falling and jumping up thing. and It was pretty it funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> but yes, and our whole family is now, they both boys are really into this as well. Yeah, And this game could not be more perfect for us it so it says it plays two to four players. We'll definitely play this with all four oh, of us. Absolutely. Uh, each session is ninety to one hundred and fifty minutes, so we're talking a couple hours or so for every kind of scenario you go through. And from what I understand, this this game is a full blown legacy game. Yeah. That goes from the the uh, conception of the original Jurassic Park to its failure to it, so you move through the oh, movies. So neat to the to the point where you, so you're starting with Jurassic Park in its infancy and going through all its failures and yep. catastrophe. And then you're re- redoing Building, it and yeah. becoming Jurassic World, and you're doing that whole thing. Insane. And yeah, so I'll read a little bit from what it says here. Uh, in Jurassic World, the legacy of Isla Nublar... You play through 12 adventures in which you customize an entirely unique game board and breed new dinosaurs you cannot unmake. (laughs) Your team's fateful choices will have lasting impact, creating your own Isla Nublar story. Your experience will culminate in an endlessly replayable game of your own creation. That is
1: so... Cool. Yes. So it's not like you finish the legacy no. game and you're done. Then you you finish, finish the legacy game and you've created this board this... that is
0: forever a brand new game. Yeah, uh, unique oh. to your household. So cool that you can play over and over and over again. Oh yeah, I we I can't. This right now, hands down, is currently my most anticipated game of 2022. Um, yeah, even more so than like Frosthaven. I know Frost Haven is technically supposed to come out already, but because of all things, it's yeah. just been a nightmare. But Frost yeah. Haven will be out next year. But this game, to me, I'm looking forward oh, for to sure. even more. For sure. I'm so excited so. for this. Yes. Um, honestly this is my number one (laughs) even of all the kickstarters that we've done yeah this game i want to play more than anything
1: you can't really beat dinosaurs with with you no like it just doesn't happen it doesn't you can try and try but something like this comes out it's going to trump it every time and it's so cool and i'd love that it's a legacy game that we can play with the family one that um it hits all the boxes our youngest loves like co-op games and uh we all love dinosaurs yeah i don't know
0: if it's Co-op per well, se. Well, I would imagine if you're building know. a game board. I mean, I yeah, know. that's true.
1: I don't know, but I don't I would... know how it's
0: going to work. I'm going to just say,
1: I'm going to say, say it's co-op. I don't even know. Oh
0: yeah. But... So, do uh, do 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 do. Welcome to Isla Nublar, where you and other scientists dreamers and schemers will build there an attraction go. like no other. Take on the role of visionaries John Hammond, uh, Simon masrani Uh, visiting scientists Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sattler, and Dr. Ian Malcolm, sharp-minded park personnel Claire Deering and Dr. Henry Wu, and many more, each playing a vital part in the island's legacy. Together, you will transform Isla Nublar into an astonishing paradise where awestruck visitors encounter creatures never before seen by human eyes. So cool. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. I am fully excited about this. (laughs) Yeah. Any way we shake it, this is perfect for our house. Yeah. Um, Cannot wait to play this game. So... That being said, there's one more piece of news uh, to talk about.
1: Is that one there slated to come out next year? Yeah, in
0: 2022? it says 2022. Yeah. Oh, yes. This was just played at... Oh, what con was it just now? PAX? Yeah. Oh, really? They, um, yeah, people were there looking at this game. I they had a go back to the a con. Demo of the, Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Cons. We're supposed to be going to one in March, but, I, but now, with right now new, everything's everything. going stupid again. And, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. But on, on that note, yeah, there's one more piece of news, and this one... Uh, is a big deal for me. And for I apparently sure. know nothing about no, it. No, I, I told you that there was going to be a <laughs> third thing, but you didn't. One out. You didn't know what this was. But um, watch me blow your mind, and I've already actually heard it as well. Uh, there's only I... one way you've heard of this, and I, I don't think you've you've listened <laughs> I would to like it. If you told me, <laughs> so um, it's uh, you could have listened to it. I'm not sure. You, I no, don't you think so. I think I would have, so. I I would have talked to you about it if I had. But the dice tower um, mm. is. So the Dice Tower, the Tom Bass's yeah. company. Yeah. Is its podcast, the Dice Tower podcast, is shutting down.
1: What? Yeah. So
0: he's stopping the the podcast. Why? For many reasons. How um, many
1: episodes are on there?
0: They're going so currently they just he Tom and Eric just announced it on their seven hundred and fortieth episode. Holy
1: smokes. Yes.
0: So they've been doing this podcast for 16 years. And he's 16 gone through, years
1: and they're stopping?
0: Yeah, so oh. Tom explains it on their last uh, episode yeah. from last week or this week. Seven forty.
1: I feel like such a small fish. I mean, I'm a small fish, but you think like
0: yeah, seven hundred forty like, episode, yeah, eighteen episode. I know, Woo! right?
1: Oh yeah, full. if we could only
0: be so lucky to do what they've yeah. done. Uh, but uh, he said he hasn't. He didn't make this decision lightly. Um, I don't imagine he would have. He so they do it every week, but every two weeks Tom and Eric do it, and every other week it's Mandy and Suzanne. Yeah. Um, so. The whole thing is shutting off, but That's they're going to go 10 more episodes. They're going to go okay. to 750 episodes and nice they're going to stop, stop it. The Dice Tower podcast will just be done. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, I guess Eric, who is a part-time employee, uh, employee of the Dice Tower, is going to be producing and doing a different audio show. Okay thing um I'm not, they didn't give any real details to what it is I'm thinking it's going to be more along along the lines of interviews um rather than their what they've been doing just talking about board games this, I think it's going to be structured quite differently okay and Eric is going to be the captain of that ship where he's like Tom I think is going to be not involved per se okay. um, and Eric because Eric does dice tower tonight and I think he's also going to be doing this new thing so it's it's still it's still going to be dice tower branded. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's still Dice Tower, okay. but their their podcast and the way it is right now is going to be no more. Wow! And Mandy and Suzanne are also, uh, yeah, stopping. And but I think they've got other ideas for them as well. So they might be doing their own thing or something. Wow! But I'm not sure. But yeah, it, 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 I, I understand because I guess there he's just. I mean, that's a long time, and they he, do yeah, a lot. Yeah, and he's so torn about it. Is just that he wanted to like he he's so focused on the YouTube and the yeah. YouTube is you know wins them their yeah their bread and butter right so and it's becoming just so popular that he's having a hard time doing both yeah and it's just it didn't make sense to continue this anymore but so this
1: like started him right like this is oh yeah that's where he started he this started with the, podcast, with the podcast yeah way back
0: him and Joe and then there was him and uh uh Sam and then uh and then to Eric but Eric's been on at the last I want to say ten years, yeah, um, or something like that. But yeah, so yeah, disappointing to hear, but because yeah. uh, I listen to them every week, and yeah. uh, because I work Saturdays, yeah, um, it's really nice because I look forward to that. I listen to it every Saturday, um, oh, because I work uh, by myself every Saturday. Yeah. I should say. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's disappointing for me, but I'm looking forward to what they yeah, have whatever in store. They yeah, because I'm bring sure in. they'll. Yeah, whatever Eric is doing is going to be entertaining, and same with Mandy and Suzanne. But yeah, I guess Tom is going to uh, like fully focus himself on uh, the uh, the video, so the YouTube yeah. side of things.
1: You made me so nervous when you said like you started with a dice tower. I was like, do not tell me that they're shutting down. No, I just supposed no. like i was like,
0: what? No, no. Oh, this is goodness a big, no. Yeah, this they, is a big. Um, that's what they have. That's how they make their livings. So yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But I was like, what? what could no, happen? no, no. But he wants to fully. Uh, I had like ten seconds into... of just like dread. <laughs> no, no. So that their their YouTube is going to be bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Because of this A little extra time, yeah, but so but it sucks because. That is sad. Yeah. I do like, especially when it's been going for so long. Yeah, I know. So we'll see what happens. But it's pretty big news, honestly. Maybe
1: we'll just have to step up and. Uh... <laughs>
0: fill their shoes fill that void yeah yeah I don't think so but well, maybe. 18
1: going on 750
0: yeah maybe well we're 18 weeks in and 18 episodes so yeah I'm pretty happy about that <laughs> me too um but yeah so that's the news so three big things there to talk yeah. about um but that being said we are gonna head on over to our main topic of the episode yeah. and <laughs> and uh yeah we'll see you over there Alrighty then, here we are at the main uh, topic of the episode, and we're going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. Oh, we we're a little off that time. Not too bad. That's not too bad. Uh, <laughs> this week, what uh, what game we're going to be reviewing, Anna Marie?
1: We are going to be reviewing Picture Perfect, designed by Anthony Nouveau and illustrated by Maya Rocheck, Soren Meeting, and Jula Poshke, and published by Arcane Wonders and
0: Corax Games. Yes, Picture Perfect. Uh, this game is a strange one. Um, yeah. <laughs> certainly one of the more unique games we've played in a long time. Um, where you the, So the general theme of Picture Perfect is the fact that you are a photographer. So we're both playing the roles of photographers, literally, Yeah, in this game. And when I say literal, I mean literal. Because yeah. usually when people say literal, it's like not. Yeah, literal. like
1: I said but a few episodes ago, when I said, you said you're literally, literally in, space. in outer
0: space. Like, no, no, you're not. But yeah, you get what not. we're point. But we're, this one, we're actually literally photographers. So, I don't. But that wasn't even on our podcast, was that?
1: That was on the the Friday night games. Um,
0: oh, that, that was on was the, the last game standing. Last game space. standing for space. Yeah. So you. Yeah. If you go to Friday Night Games, you, <laughs> you'll hear if you're the last game standing space <laughs> edition. You'll hear us talk about literal things that aren't literal. Being
1: literally in space. Yes, <laughs> which we not. certainly were
0: not. <laughs> um, but, Sorry, yes, sidetrack. <laughs> the definite sidetrack. Uh, this game, you the theme is you are taking photos, a photo, of a group of people from uh, representing sort of like a dinner party or a wedding or something along those lines—a bunch of fancy, a bunch of like fancy-looking people. It's like nineteen
1: twenties-ish.
0: Yeah, it looks. Yeah, looks kind of twenties-ish. Yeah, We've I would got say like that. a yeah, crazy got maid
1: the, who looks like she's from *Downton Abbey*. Yeah, and but got, sticking her tongue out. You know the
0: <laughs> the feathers in the hair and yeah. What's that? What's that? Uh, like flapper. Is that what's called? Like where um, the ladies when they dance, they have yeah. the, the the long gloves, you yeah. know, and that kind the of flappers. thing. Flappers. That's what's called. Yeah. So. Yeah. It looks yeah, it looks twenty ish, uh, uh, twenties ish, Um, and yeah. So the yeah, that's the theme is you're you're arranging all these people to take a photo of them. That's the theme, (laughs) but yeah. So you're the photographer and you're dictating where these people need to stand and why. So, how do we play this game? It's a strange one. (laughs) You start with your own uh, little setup, so you'll have a player board, which kind of is like a you could, they're two-sided, so there's one that like looks like cobblestone and one that looks like kind of hardwood or whatever you want. And then you have a little table that you put on that board and some things that you place on the table, like glasses of wine and, Fruit and bowls. things like this. Yeah, and then you've got 14 character standees. I have the same 14, you have the same 14. Yes. And for a two-player game, you're going to start with some envelopes. You're going to start five with, each. I believe, five yeah. each, yeah, and then four Extras because there's fourteen envelope, uh, envelopes envelope. envelopes that represent each character. <laughs> I'm gonna have five. You're gonna have five, and there's gonna be four in the middle. Yes. And in each one of those envelopes is going to be three demands. <laughs> that's the best way I can say That's it. true. I don't know if that's what it is. But it's the Demands. Yeah. And what like so examples of those demands? Say for so there's a there's a guy in a wheelchair. Okay. One of the one of the characters is this, this guy in a wheelchair. And in his envelope, at random, we're going to throw in demands, yeah. three of them. And one of those demands could be, I want to sit next to the plant, because one of the characters is a, a plant. plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also want to sit at the front row. So there's uh, there's four rows. Yeah. So yeah. one of them would say, I want to sit in the front row. I want to sit beside the plant. And one of them will
1: say, I don't want to be on the left side.
0: Right. So you're trying to... Accommodate. Yeah, you're looking at that and trying to accommodate as many of their demands as possible. So you're going to take the little standee of the guy in the wheelchair, and you're going to read these things and be like, okay, well, he doesn't want to be on the left. So I'm going to put him over here on the right. Um, He wants to be in the front row. So I'm going to put him right here in the front row on the right. And he also wants to be beside the plant. So I don't have any more information at the moment. So I'm going to take the plant and I'm going to put the plant beside him. So now I've, I've... I've uh, accommodated all three things that he's asking for. And then you'd move on to your next envelope. And we're doing this simultaneously. And is yeah, doing just, hers. I'm doing mine. You
1: start out just taking a look at your five envelopes, one, you know, and, and trying to place your yeah. characters all according to their demands as best you can. There will be contra. Um, oh my gosh contradicting I just lost the word mid word how <laughs> yes. weird is that contradicting contradicting, <laughs> contradicting um, demands yeah. so like I I want to be on the right side of the room and then your next demand I want to be on the left side of yeah, the room
0: because keep in mind these are at random right yeah. there's these, there's... you shuffle
1: the cards then face down you place three in yeah. each
0: so you're, in yeah, each you one you could have one that says I want to start the, stand at the front and the next one could say I want to stand at the back yeah. so, so you, you can cap- only fulfill one of those two Yeah. you gotta decide you which one best. makes the best most sense because also I didn't mention, you're going to have a screen. I was going to get there if you didn't. So the screen is set up, so you're hiding what you're up to on your side and Anna-Marie is hiding what she's up to on her side because we don't want to see what each other are doing because we're trying to basically assemble the same photo. Because we're all all looking for the information to make the best photo possible. I'm going to have my information on five characters, you're going to have information on five characters, and then there's four in the middle that neither of us have even seen yet. Yes. And so I'm going to be arranging my guys as best I can. You're going to be arranging yours as best you can. And once we've looked at all five of our envelopes that we've seen, uh, we're going to put those, tuck the cards back inside. And we're going to flip over what's more or less a an event card, or I uh, forget what it's called. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. we going to flip over one of these cards, and it's going to tell us something that we need to do. It could be uh, trading envelopes, yeah. saying trade a couple Randomly. envelopes with... Uh, the person across from you or put some envelopes in the middle and shuffle them around and deal some back. Yeah. All these various things that are ways for you to acquire more information, more envelopes telling you more information about what these guests want. So, yeah, you're going to do that six times with these different cards. And you're trying to See every envelope. That's what you really want to do. You oh, want yeah. to try to see every every envelope <laughs> to see all the information you can to decide there, how that this is going to work. When there are envelopes you haven't seen, you're at a huge disadvantage. Yes, because we both did that, where we tried to hold on and hide at information least from one. each other. Yeah, because you just depending on what the the cards say when you flip them over, you can tr- try and hold on to information. Sometimes yeah. you're forced to give it up, but that's what you're trying to do. Also, there's a VIP card. So the VIP card can be placed inside any one envelope at any point in the yep. game by me and one by you. Yep. And what that's going to do is that if I know that, for instance, the guy in the wheelchair, if I know that he, like, I've I've nailed his requirements. Yeah. If I put the VIP in his envelope, I know that when we go to do the scoring at the end, I'm going to do everything he wanted, and that's going to score twice. Yeah. So I'm going to get... Um, Double the points.
1: Every VIP
0: scores a double. Yes. Or they
1: score twice. They score yes. the card twice. And
0: that's for you as well. Yes. So that could All be a players. good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. So we'll get to that when we talk about scoring. But, so that's generally how it's going to work. Trying to get to those envelopes. You have six rounds to do it. Every round you're going to be wheeling and dealing envelopes back and forth in various ways. Um, trying to acquire as much info as you can. And arranging these characters yeah. in very funny ways because some of the some of the requirements would be like i don't want uh for instance uh i don't want the little boy i don't want you to be able to see his face in the picture that's like a demand from somebody yeah so like you could have like the guy that looks like david letterman yeah and his
1: (laughs) he does he legit looks like david 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 Letterman. letterman
0: um and you could, uh, one of his demands could say, I don't want the little boy's face to be seen in the photo. Like, as horrible as that is. And then you have to try, and when you place the little boy, to hide his face behind something. It could be yeah. like a candlestick that's on the table. Yeah, you can move or, the
1: you can move your little, um, whatever they're called. The decorations. Decorations around to manipulate
0: the picture. Yes. And, yeah, so there's weird things like that. I want to stand at the back. I don't want you to see someone's face. I want to stand at... In front of somebody, I want to be only beside male people. I only want to be beside female people. I don't want
1: anybody in front of me.
0: Yeah, there's all these random, these things, right? And so, at the end of the sixth round, once you've decided that this is as best I can do, also, I should mention, you don't have to place every character. No, that's right. Because... Because of the scoring, you yeah. may not want to have some characters on in oh, this for photo sure. because there they could do a lot be ones worse for you.
1: Where you are like, I cannot fulfill any of right? these requirements. And like none of them.
0: If you can't fulfill things, it's really bad for you. So, that being said, and once the end of the, of the sixth round has happened, and you've got everyone where you kind of want them to be, you're going to pull up your uh, screen, which is kind of a backdrop also which is awesome because oh it... no first off oh, hold on we have to do the most important part of the <laughs> oh, game yeah. you take we, your picture you take a picture you you take, you take your phone <laughs> and you okay I, I should say you don't have to do this no can, but it's cool because some do. people don't have yeah the ability to do this that's fine you can still play this game without a camera without a phone yes it's really fun to use your phone i'll tell you that right now but You don't have to. You can just kind of sit back and you can look at your photo and score it for however you want. Because it's
1: neat, because you can take the picture from what, like perspective, right? Like you can move it around. You can choose the angle.
0: You you get get to choose everything. Yeah, it's really neat. So you're going to take your photo and you've got everyone where you want them and you're going to move things around, move the candlestick a little bit to the left and move the wine balls a little bit to the right just to modify your picture as best you can. Take your photo and that's your final photo. Yeah. Then you go to the scoring. And you're going to take that backdrop you had. That Which you're, doubles yeah. as your scorecard. Yeah, you're going to lift it's it up so cool. and it folds up into yeah. an awesome little scorecard. And it's going to have a little a starting cube that you put on the zero mark. And, it's and then going on to the tell other you,
1: side, it tells you how to score.
0: tells you exactly how to score. So easy. It's very, very cool. So what <laughs> you're going to do at this point is you're going to take all 14 envelopes and you're going to go through them one by one. And so we'll take the wheelchair guy's envelope, right? We're going to look at it and we're going to see all his three demands. And if I got all three, right, which I did, let's say, I'm going to get six points. Simple as that. If it had the VIP card in there, I'm going to get 12 points, yeah. which I'd placed in there earlier, right? So, and if
1: I if I didn't meet any of his demands, then I would get... -3. Yep. And if the VIP card was in there, I would get -6. Yes. However, if I didn't meet any of his demands and I had taken him off of my board prior, I would just get 0. I would get no negative points. Yep. But I yep. but I so Yeah, so if you're
0: really unsure like man, I don't think I got any of that stuff for the that player or maybe you never even got to see that player's envelope, you're like, "Ooh, I'm just going to take him off the board. I'm going to take a 0 for that character because I don't want to take a -6." Right? Yep like possibly so yeah you're going to go through every envelope and you're going to see what's what in each one see what all the different demands are if you got three out of three right for the character six points
1: and if the vip was in there you'd get 12
0: yep two out of three uh demands right you get three points one out of three demands you get one point yeah so even if like when you're placing these these characters on the board and you're like man I I got him at the front of the table, but he doesn't want to be beside that character, which he is. He doesn't also doesn't want to have that person's face. Isn't yeah. hidden, but it's not hidden. You're still getting a point.
1: It's nice. Cause you don't get negative points for all the ones that you can't get, unless no. you can't get all of them that yeah. way. It's not, it doesn't hurt you to put them on the board. Yeah.
0: And you just because aren't getting want as to many. Yeah. On the board, you want right? to have a nice picture, a full picture. Yeah. So as long as you can satisfy one thing, you're at least getting a point for that. Yeah. Right. So that's great. Um, and then, so you're going to do that for all 14 characters. You're going to tally up all your points, and you're going to see who wins. I just love this down to Abbey. The like the maid, she's
1: hilarious. She's got her, she's got her thumbs. You know when you put them like by your ears and your hands sticking yeah, up like, like a, a reindeer and
0: sticking your tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. she makes me laugh. Really hilarious. Um, but there is another part to this game which you can, you don't have to do. It's a little bit more.
1: If you don't it, want to just play the base game. Yeah. Like that was just the base game. So
0: for the two-player game, the the this part doesn't really work. I mean, it, does, it works, but I prefer without it um, because it's it's auctioning. So yeah. there's an auctioning thing you can add into this game, which is really, really interesting. Um, but I think it's best for more people, where more people are involved, where you can auction off um, your little uh, items from on your table to... Uh, buy envelopes from like the center or from each other things like this it's not necessary when you play the game you can look through that and see if you want to do that or not um for more more players the better when it comes to that
1: i think so yeah
0: but for the two-player games not really necessary it's just kind of fun just to go through uh just with the envelopes and trying to get the envelopes from each other and whatever but yeah where you actually use the uh the yeah, wine bottles and candlesticks as currency. Yeah, because the auction
1: is a variant,
0: right? Like, you yeah, don't it's have variant. to no. play
1: it. It's, no. it's included as, as a way to change the game up if you want to.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah, neat. Not necessary. Totally not necessary. Yeah. But it's there for you to discover if you'd like to. Um, but uh, again, our, our suggestion is the more players, the better when it comes to that. So, that's how the game works. Um, let's talk about the artwork. <laughs> the theme. Oh, the theme. almost got you. Yeah, I almost almost slipped up. The this theme. is such a unique theme. The theme. I can't see this theme. I can't see a different theme working for what we're trying to accomplish well, it's here.
1: The fact that you're actually the way that it you might can be. The take greatest. a picture like that is so neat.
0: Yeah, like it might be like one of the most slam dunk bingo themes attached to a game I've seen. Like you're literally <laughs> taking a photo. Of a group of people, it's a group photo. Yeah, and you're doing that. You're taking on the role of a photographer. And
1: I think the way that, um, the way that they put the demands in there, it worked perfectly for taking a picture. It because did because it's like, it's true when you're a photographer. You're in charge, but you're also wanting to please the people you're taking the picture for. And especially in this type, of like a, a bunch of high society people, mm-hmm. you want to please everybody so that you get more business and that you have a good name. So yes. then it's, it's like, it was just neat. You see these demands, you're like, okay. He wants to go there, he doesn't want to go there
0: this. Like wants of course this, this person doesn't want to stand beside this person. But then and then that like,
1: person wants to stand beside that person. Yeah, so it's like oh, how how that. do I do this? And it's just neat. It, it was feels such like you're a wrangling <laughs> cats, right? Like <laughs> yeah.
0: with these these uppity Oh, like... that
1: phrase it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I, <know>. I love
0: <laughs> it's just, it. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's these high class, like what's the what's the word? Hoity toity. Look down at you look down your nose at you type people is what they kind of look at. Like yeah. Hoity toity uh, I don't know. Yeah. Fancy people that are all think that their their demands are the are the most important, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's it the theme I, I think is absolute knockout. Where it just literally feels like you are a photographer yeah. taking pictures of all these yep. people with all their stupid demands. It's that yeah. simple. So theme knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I, great theme. I can't see. A better way of doing this i was thinking about it like trying to use your camera and what you're taking pictures of i can't see a better way of doing this currently so no i like it yeah really really good so now we can talk about the artwork um the box is awesome i think yeah it uses perspective already i like the yeah it just has a very kind of glamorous kind of look to it and but it does look 1920s-ish because it's got the guy with his camera holding up the light bulb flash thing yep. and stuff, right? And and the lady with her... Yeah,
1: the photographer who I think doesn't know whether he wants to be a photographer or a detective.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's really nice artwork. Yeah. Um, the characters are all really nicely drawn out. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like, I, I don't know. There's just... They're really nicely drawn. The backdrops on oh, the... Uh, that's on so cool. ...on your player uh, screen... Are beautiful um there's like an outdoors one there's inside a ballroom there's all sorts of cool ones um yes yeah, so the artwork is is great it's yep. really nice really nicely illustrated nicely colored simple and it's nice
1: because it's just people right the people and in... yeah
0: and what i think i liked about this in particular was that it was really easy to tell every single person apart yes it's not like is this the guy i'm looking for or is this the oh, person yeah. you I'm know not exactly sure. no they're you all were... so different yeah and diverse right like it's just like yeah. Ultra diverse group of people here. It's really cool. Um, even, like, one of the characters is a plant. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's um, very cool. So, and there's a dog. Yeah, there's a dog and a plant and then uh, 12 actual people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, artwork, really nice. Components, uh, really nice. I love that, the, um, the stand. Yep, hands down. The greatest oh, yeah. part of this game is
1: that... It, that it doubles as the scoring and the way it yep. folds in and yeah it's you, so cool
0: you just take that your your screen down and the two ends fold in and all of a sudden you've got your scoring track on one side and the the scoring yeah. rules on the other right and in front of you they
1: could have had extra like player boards and things like yep. that that just take up room on your table but not no, necessary this
0: was, this was perfect Yep. it was very good and I the like components it. themselves are just nice oh yeah uh, tall. even the
1: envelopes they're nice thick uh yeah thick paper the cards are nice
0: Yep, I no, saw I like uh, some some people online playing this, and they had the deluxe components for this, which were, uh, were they? I think they were acrylic.
1: I was just gonna say, I'm like, you know what, this game, like it, the components are awesome, and the only thing that I could see doing differently would be having acrylic standees yeah. where instead of a white background, it was it's clear. clear exactly.
0: And I didn't know they actually yeah, had them. I didn't know they had That's I didn't know crazy. those were available. So I think that was on Kickstarter. I want to say. I I guess this might must have been on Kickstarter. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that existed because I was going to say that's the only thing that I can see that they could have done to kind of like upgrade them.
0: Yeah, because ours are just yeah Yeah. cardboard. But you don't need acrylic. They would just be edge to them around the character. But yeah, the acrylic looked pretty neat. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, but 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 these are these these are are awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, they got nice little stands. Everything stands up nice. Everything's great. But yeah, that that screen turning into your uh, scoring pad is really really cool. Oh yeah. That's my favorite component oh, of absolutely. this game. I like the table, too, yeah. actually. They yeah. It's kind of cool. But, um, no, great components. S- imp- easy to use, simple. Yeah. And, yeah, that really effective little uh, scoring uh, transformer board thing there. Yeah. Is pretty cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was a really
0: feeble attempt at
1: making a transformer <laughs> um,
0: and My apologies. So... That leads us to say whether or not we like the game and if we like it, who would we recommend it for? I really like this. I think this is one of the most unique games I've played ever. Um, I think it's, it's fun so because cool. you can't do everything. And nope. it,
1: I think that takes away some of the, uh, the potential right. for AP. Um, yeah, there's where n- you can't sit there and be like, you I can't mean, math it out. You could, you could math out the absolute best score sure if you could. had all the information, but you won't have but all the information. But there's not a perfect score. And there's there isn't. never going
0: to be a perfect score. Chances
1: are there are going to be cards that contradict each other. Yes. So you can't have a perfect score. Yep. And, um. And you're also not going to see all the information. That's the thing is like, chances are you're not going to see all the envelopes. So mm-hmm. just have fun with it.
0: Just have fun. Just right? have fun. Oh, man, he doesn't want to stand next to th- that person and she doesn't want to stand <sighs> next to him. Okay. And. Oh, and you're starting to get frustrated with these people. And so you're like, like why Do I, do I you... just take it off? Why do you care so what much? What did that
1: envelope say? You have it now. So I can't even right? go back That's and look at it too. later. Yeah. <laughs> or so, like wait, now it's in the middle of the table. Why did and... I have
0: the plant here? I can't remember. Did she need to hide her face here? I can't it's remember. It's like, I'm moving
1: this guy. But is that the reason I had the plant there? Because this guy needed to be by the plant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, but it's, a t- it's fun.
0: It's yeah. a super fun game. Yeah. I, um, it, when I heard about I it, well, oddly enough, I heard about this on the Dice Tower uh, podcast. Really? Tom Tom was at uh where was he? I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's fine. Um, and he was he came back to the he just played it like the day before they did the recording of the episode. It was like a month ago. Yeah, maybe. And uh it's like, oh yeah, this this was just the coolest game ever and he's cause he hates photos he hates group photos and yeah. he said that this just he loved this because it just was awesome
1: captured how awkward yeah. group photos are yeah, He hates like being be. involved in yeah
0: group photos and he the, he agreed like this captured the whole essence <laughs> of the yeah. whole thing and yeah i loved it i love this game i would pretty much recommend this for anybody yeah this is this is just a silly good time um it's quick yeah. It's, we're probably in and out in uh, 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would That's say. That's funny.
0: That's the box time. Is it? Yep.
1: It <laughs> I was 45? just looking. It says 45.
0: Wow. Bang, bang on. Yeah. I feel like in my head that was it was about yeah. 45 minutes.
1: I'm excited so, uh, to play this with, because it's been you and me playing it. Yeah. I'm excited to play it with more people just to see the, like, to try out what the auction is like with Yeah. Four, with yeah the auction, I people. think,
0: will definitely sing uh, with. Yeah, with a bunch of people, auctions not not are... with two player, but yeah, um, yeah. I I love auctions. Uh, I, I love and auction I'm, mechanics. I'm usually hesitant with auctions, so <laughs> it'll
1: be curious to see how how it goes with the three to four players, and if and and how I prefer that experience with the auctioner without on the three yeah. to four player game.
0: And again, yeah, you don't need a phone to take pictures. Nope. You don't have to do that. You can just kind of look at your board and and see what you see and yeah. whatever, and mark mark your if mark it doesn't your board, work, it doesn't work. I mean, no. But the the fun of it, or not the fun of it, but a really fun aspect is... You're actually taking a picture. Like, getting on your knees, (laughs) right, at the table level, and you take your phone, and you're looking left and right and trying to move it up and down, and you're scooting things left and right on the board to hide people's faces, and... Oh, it's just great. Yeah. It's really, really great. And I would recommend this for pretty much anybody that thinks that this is a fun theme. Yeah. Uh, If you don't think that this sounds fun, well, I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) But it is hilarious. It's a funny, funny game. Of yeah, of dealing with a bunch of random people's demands, it's it's funny, it's hilarious. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, yeah, one of the most unique experiences I've had for a board game,
1: and and variable too. The very like variable how, how you're shuffling up the cards every yeah. time, putting three new cards, so you're never gonna have. Well, I mean, you might, but, yeah, but it's rare no. that you'd ever have the same character or have the same three yeah. traits, Let alone like all of the characters have the same three yeah, trades. Like, it's always gonna be not different.
0: It's gonna be completely different. Mm-hmm. That player will. Want to stand next in different areas every time, next yeah. to different people every time. It's a a puzzle that you got to figure out. So if you like puzzles, this is a puzzle um, yeah. with limited information. Yep, very interesting and a hilarious theme on top. Taking the photo and looking at the photo, and... and
1: how fun! Like to see with the characters that you never saw. You're like, do I leave them on the board or do I chance it? <sighs> right. You know, am I going to get minus or maybe I'll nail it just at random? Yeah. And it's fun. It's it's a fun way to just and we to we see if you want to keep them or not
0: both had missing information yep uh and in our first game and where i think i hadn't seen two characters and i think you hadn't seen one or two characters and we were I had, having to make tough calls i right? for
1: sure in that first game hadn't seen at least two i hadn't seen letterman yeah and i hadn't seen uh the plant no, I had the plant. Oh, I it? hadn't seen... Oh, no, I hadn't seen... Had I, think, I seen the plant?
0: I think it was the plant that I held on to.
1: Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen the plant. Yeah. I hadn't seen Letterman. And I hadn't seen the big guy with, like, the mutton
0: chops. Yeah. The curly <laughs> curly mutton chops. But, um, but the scoring, what I'm trying to get at here is that we were both missing information. Both yeah. making, like, tough calls and, like, maybe, maybe not leaving a couple characters off the board. Mm-hmm. And when it came down to the scoring... Um, I think I won our first game. It was like thirty-five to say twenty-nine or something like that. Yeah, right? I think it was a six-six points. Yeah, like it, it was was like wasn't a, really a big top or a really tight, yeah. good feeling game where it was like, oh, all she has to do is nail this last character and then she could win or whatever, yeah. right? Or like, so when you see it going, like, because I started screaming up the board. I remember I was like going way up the board. Oh, we were going negative, negative. <laughs> but then things swing because because you yeah. the characters that we were that we were first scoring are ones that I knew a lot about Yeah. so I was going way up the score track and you weren't but then it flip flops to the people that I didn't know a whole ton about and yeah. you did and then yeah it got to be a tight game so yeah. I really enjoyed it yeah yeah Arcane yeah. Wonders uh, Picture Perfect this is a That's
1: this a great is a home game.
0: run really love it it's uh, <laughs> hilarious yeah and it's fun it's a ton a ton, ton of, fun. of fun recommend it for pretty much anybody that thinks this sounds like a funny theme because um, it is <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think that's the end of our 18th episode. Yeah, it is. We have two more for the year. One more review next week of a game that's sitting beside me here, um, and uh, which is brand, brand new. This mm-hmm. just came out like a week ago. and um, So excited. And then we're doing our top 10 games of 2021 in our last uh, episode of the year, which will be episode 20.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of neat that we end on a on a round number. Yeah, so episode nineteen will be a review,
0: yeah, and episode twenty will be our top ten of twenty twenty one. So we're gonna run. Um, You can uh, find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon uh, on YouTube, the Meeple Dungeon. Our email is. The Meeple Dungeon at gmail.com. If you'd like to contact us about reviewing a game or giving us some feedback or yeah. something like that, if
1: there's any game that you want to, that you yep. are curious about and want uh, want to hear us talk about it, just you can find let us know
0: our uh, non updated uh, <laughs> list of board <laughs> games on BGG, The Meeple Dungeon. But yeah, we're going to run. We will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week. Bye bye.